Welcome to the Annotate Podcast. I'm your fill-in host, Dil Kokoro. I'm joined today by the stalwart himself, Requiem. I also have our editor on deck here, Rekaze. It is your local editor, Rekaze. It's nice to be on a podcast. Hello. I promise I won't call him Rock 40 times in this podcast. Um, no worries if you do. <laughs> and then finally, he is my co-host on the Dil Kokoro podcast. It is Kingsy. Oh, it's been a while since I've been here. In either capacity, really. We haven't yeah. done, you and I haven't done a podcast in a while. But anyways, this is life. Life gets busy sometimes. Yeah, you could say that. Um, this is season six, episode five of the Annotate podcast. We have a very packed docket of seasonal anime to talk about. Everything ranging from ReZero to High Rise Invasion. But before we get to all of that today, uh, we have a little housekeeping to do. Uh, since the last time we did a podcast we had the eight new anime of winter 2021 that you should be watching. I will dive into that here in a second, but I also wanted to give a shout out to some of our writers' uh, other articles. We had our very own... Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure which name they want to go by. I'll go off of their uh, their Annotay official name on here. So we'll go with the Queen of the Yum Yums uh, wrote about... So, that makes me, always makes me giggle when I say that name. Right, because we're so used to a different name on here, and I probably should have screened this. I apologize uh, to the author here. But we have a review of Given, the movie. Um, I had never known what Given was until I read this. Uh, Requiem, are you familiar with Given? I know of it, but Given is genre. I had not partaken of it. I see. I feel like I should have watched it because it's a music show, but I, I always miss the music shows. Don't know you why. never like the music shows, so uh, no, I, I don't think you should have. It was um, was it the anonymous noise one, which I ended up screaming at for two hours? I, Isn't that I, every music show? Yes, I know. Who's worse, you or uh, almost you or Kingsley? <laughs> you, you or yourself? You or Gugsy yes. when it comes to this? Yes, that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> We're already off to a hot start. All right. You should watch Kono yeah. Odo Tomare. That was a great music show. Is that the, that's the Koto one, isn't it? It's great. Anyway, Our, but if we're talking about Given. Oh, yeah. Given, uh, people who do watch it seem to really like it. That's all I know. Dr. Heard nothing Kev... but good things about it. Sorry, carry on, Dill. You're fine. Dr. Kev also uh, finished his saga of, of Revolutionary Girl Utena by diving into the bonkers movie um i've always heard oh, i've always heard that the movie is a little more loose than the show is um the only thing i know about the movie is that she turns to a car in part way through it she turns into what? a what yeah she turns <laughs> literally into a car like auto man that's like, a reference like, tra- like, what? like like Transformers kind of shit, or like yeah, yeah, like she, she turns into a fucking car. Like I don't know what you want me to, like I don't know how else to describe that. 
Isn't this like a show about like like a show about lesbians and adolescents, but like it, it's there's so much subtext and allegory going on that it, it the show is hard to follow. The movie is basically just a fever dream. So it's like the end of Evangelion when it comes to Nutanix. Yeah, except uh, watchable. <laughs> oh, that's, my favorite that's part is when Shinji turns into a car. Anyways, much better show. Uh, Arcane wrote his final thoughts on the fall 2020 season. Um, I, I uh, that's there. Um, it is uh, March. I don't. I it, I stop. Stop. Sometimes you just do you do stuff late. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. I ain't shitting on our guy like that. Like, what I'm trying to get at is, I might not necessarily agree with many of these takes, but they're every there. Single, every single one of them, for the record. That just made it more fun what? to read. <laughs> Try to throw the guy a bone. Um, what? No, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with the article. It's perfectly well written. I just disagree with all of it. But that, you know, that's why you read the hey, article. There's, there's, there is one thing I don't disagree with. The day I'd become a god was the worst show of the season. Uh, see, I disagree with that. Mm. Mm. I just what? feel bad about that show because I, I, I believe I was the one who wrote the collab article. And then right after we released the collab, it started to go into shit. It was like caught on fire. It's, it's hardly the first time that's happened. <laughs> oh, no. It's, that, that, we never get things wrong. We are always perfectly on brand. We never... Uh, you know, endorsed heavily a train zombie show that immediately derailed. Some, some, of, some of us, uh, uh, and some of us definitely are not still getting hate mail about um, a certain show that has to do with uh, geodes and shiny rocks. CG, <laughs> shiny rocks. Some people just want to fuck rocks. I'm putting that. I'm is. gonna put that on your tombstone. Nope. You, you know, <laughs> isn't that the irony of it all? You know, you know, I, I I tend to release little audio clips of of stuff when I'm editing. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's that's gonna upload standalone. So the Mama Luigi wrote about Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, I've never watched this show, so I have no fucking idea what's going on with this article. Such a good show. It's just a breakdown of the the new ED, which is really good and it and the, the what it's trying to do thematically and you know nice. it's obviously it's luigi so it's brilliant yeah just like, like i really like the first at ed but i haven't even started this part of the season yet so i haven't even heard it well the second well, ed well, got was a little divisive because it was so yeah. different than the first one but it's it's there's a lot of stuff going on in it and that's why i was glad to see someone break it down like that i got to read it when i actually get around to watching the show I imagine I read it now. Of... I didn't have any spoilers or anything. Fair enough. I, ma- I imagine most of the hate comes from the fact that it's just a different song, really. But it's a different song, yeah. and it's it's a completely different tone. But People then, like the tone change. has shifted in the second season, anyway. So. People really don't like change, even if it's a very similar song. Like like you know, you if if there's an original song that's popular, there'll always be some outrage when they change it up. Eurocamp is a great example. I'm having that with Log Horizon this season. It's the opening is perfectly serviceable, but it's not database. So I kind of irrationally dislike it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a show of shifting tones anyway. Like it's a show that goes from comedy to horror in about 20 seconds. So uh, 
loser Dil Kokoro wrote another Dubs with Dil Digest over Asteroid in Love in <laughs> Barack Oman. <laughs> I'm just laughing about the difference in tone in these two. Um, I'm just glad somebody wrote something about Asteroid in Love because that was a great show that was completely underrated. So I really I like... Everyone watched the first episode and then dropped it. It's um, not true. I watched it. I, I put this... I put Asteroid in Love. I watched it like start to finish in one sitting. Um, really? I was working on a project for, for class, but nobody cares about that. Uh, I just needed something on in the background. Uh, I will, you know, stomp my foot again. Lindsay Sedell, who does Mira. Um, really, really fun with that role. And then, um, you know, I, Rec and I have gone 12 rounds about the, the, the how wrong it is to have a, an adult woman voice the, the, the kid and uh, voice Naru in, in this other anime. So. I never said it was wrong. I said mm -hmm. I preferred the sub when they used an actual child. I thought it added yeah. something to the performance. I got nothing against the dub performance. I'm sure it's fine. And as I as I like to bring up to Kingsy, Naru was voiced by Broko from Rogan. So teleporting and shit. Cool. Fuck's um, sake. Anyways. We're gonna die. Love was a really pleasant show. Oh, I mean it was fun. Uh and I like in that I think a seven is a great that's like, I think that's like a, a good pillar for a set like a seven out of ten show. I um, completely agree. I think it's just perfectly good seven out of ten. And I'm not offended if somebody gives it a six, because I know a lot of people's sixes also mean like what like maybe my seven would be, but again, who gives a shit? Um, speaking of opinions, we have hey. our, going back to our collab from last season. I'm gonna go ahead and read off the names of the shows that we said you should be watching. And our honorable mentions and seeing if uh you know you guys got any comments you want to bring to it uh the first one is 2.43 uh Sejin, uh high school boys volleyball team i i had not heard of that one to, before this point um, i still haven't seen any of it it's a sports show so there's no chance in hell i'm watching it you not you watching know, a sports show you know no. sports shows are actually pretty great i'd highly recommend you give them a shot if you say the if you say the name of one, I am going to kick you right off this podcast, sir. I love the show. <laughs> I, I never want to hear about it again. I recently you should, binged. The, you, should, what, you should watch Haikyuu. Um, Everyone knows the best sports anime is the basketball episode of Clanned. I, I mean, sir, you you of all people were the one who appreciated my breakdown of that scene. Like it's great. play by play by play. <laughs> What's your Anyways. finest work? Okay. Uh, bottom tier character, Tomozaki-kun. Uh, don't know what that is. Nobody's talking Still a about that around here. That's a runaway favorite in the community. Uh, people won't stop talking about it. <laughs> Evan's design team. Um, what are the yeah. shows we had? To... Right, I'm going to shut up. No, what's up? You, Evan's design team, what's up? <laughs> this was one of the ones that uh, had a first impression, which turned a lot of people onto this show. Nice. Um, Horror Mia, uh, I think as Requiem so um, passionately said before we started recording, I don't know how much more we could say or write that hasn't already been done about the show. It's been two weeks writing that piece, trying to, you know, elucidate my on the on the show. It's fucking great. That's all I. That's all I got left to say. Like, watch the damn show. Critically acclaimed writer Requiem, it's fucking great. 
Just watch the damn show. Put that on the back of the Blu-ray right now. Said everything else already. Absolutely. Um, how do you? Okay, yeah, everyone's gonna laugh at me. I fuck it. I fuck one up at least once a podcast. Kimono Jihen. That, that, that was pretty yeah. on point. Yeah. All right, Rec. You you want to talk about this one a little bit later? So maybe we'll we'll can your thoughts for that here in a little bit. Uh, other yeah, I didn't vote pick- for it on the collab because I hadn't seen it yet. Having seen it now, I would have voted for it. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think that's true with like most of us, and you know, vice versa. Like you know, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, Ray brought up about the um, day I became a god. Like a lot of people voted for that one, and then it just shat the bed in the last three episodes. No pun intended. Uh, rest in peace. Jesus. Oh God, Jesus Christ! Cut <laughs> <laughs> um, that out. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled. Oh fuck! That was actually pretty good, though. That, this it's is great, this but it's also way too dark. Oh fuck! Skate the infinity. Uh, okay. Um, Wonder egg priority. Uh, that's that's a bucket of cold water on us after this other one. Um, you want to talk about Wonder egg priority? Uh, you know, we talked about it pretty. Pretty deep last time. Um, it's a very divisive show, but uh, I know quite a few people who like it like it a lot to the point that they're calling it the anime of the season. I don't exactly, I don't exactly like it myself, but I also can't say that I like think it's an unreasonable statement that it's the anime of the season. What's up, Kingsy? You missed other side picnic. Oh yeah, yeah, other side picnic. Um, okay. Um, and good. I, said it. Like, I haven't seen that one either. I really like I, it. I really enjoy it, but apparently it's not a great adaptation. I mean, oh, so I don't know. It looks fine to me. I'm enjoying what I'm getting. Was it a yeah. manga or a light novel? I believe. I, I feel like it's a safer bet to just assume if it's not an original, it's, a, it's based off a light novel at this point. Yeah, really? at this point, that's probably the safer bet. Because it used to be like everything was a manga first, right? Yeah, basically. The 2010s have been seem to be both. Yeah, most of them seem to be both now. They're a light novel that becomes a manga, then becomes an anime. Well, everything yeah. gets adapted to the other thing. It's like basically impossible not to have, you know, because some people only read manga or light novels. But if you make an anime original, eventually it gets a manga adaptation anyway. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Kev's not here, so he won't. Uh, we won't really spend much time on cells at work code black as the honorable mention. But then we have another honorable mention, Mushoko Tensei. Which may or may not have caused, uh, you know, a little bit of a stir here in the Anate walls. Um, I'm so so tired of talking about that show. <laughs> I can't even. Up. I can't even like, go into it every week. Every it's every the week. same motherfucking argument every time. It's and the same beats. We've been it's doing even... it for like four weeks, and there's not a single person has even remotely changed their mind. So every time I'm like, why are we still having this conversation? The only thing I'll say about that, to, I don't mean to put fuel on the fire, but uh, I, I, <laughs> I messaged Luigi. I think at this point, every week, we could just have AIs interacting with each other based off of, <laughs> based off of, <laughs> based off of our responses. You just get a bot in there to go, he's such a perv, and like somebody yeah. else to go, but he grows, and we can just do this fucking dance again. Just watch it. <laughs> just watch the interaction amongst AIs. <laughs> Um, oh god, that's 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 a comedy week post waiting to happen, Dill. Why haven't you got on that one yet? 
Yeah, that I'm is kidding. a comedy week plus rating. That happened. You score a will argue about Musho Tansy for you. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, from, what it sounds, from what it sounds like, that's a lot tamer of an issue to have at a Discord server than what I've been seeing happening in quite a few lately. Um, I, I, you know, I'm going to groom past that one. Um, what we're watching this season, I figured, because I, I hate to grab the ball and take point on this one, but uh, I watched seven episodes of ReZero Season 2 this morning. Um, ooh. Why would you do that to yourself? That That's not like a show to binge, man. Binge. I don't know. I, I'm older. My beard is longer. <laughs> Yoko is concerned. Um, no, That's I, too much feels at once. I only heard one opening in a season. I, I, I think last night I told Kinksy, hey, I need to figure out where I left off. He's like, well, where'd you leave off? And I'm like, yeah, Amelia's about to start her trial. And he's just like, oh. Ah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you got some stuff. Oh, you're about to, you're about to get into a lengthy set of very mean flashbacks. Well, I'll put it this way: uh, spoilers for ReZero season two up until you know we'll just say end of the season because we're one episode away to the end of the season. Um, but I will say, um, you know, when she goes and does her trial where she sees the future and like everything's happening at once, like feelings and everything, and she's just staring off into the void. That's kind of like watching seven episodes of ReZero in a row. Relationship <laughs> um, with the witches, I really hope we get some kind of clarity on that at some point, because ReZero has this habit of, like, hinting at stuff and, and, you know, vaguely alluding to stuff and then not getting to it for 40 or 50 episodes. I mean, I was it, where we are right now is in, like, smack bang in the middle of but well, not smack back. We'll get towards the end of this arc, but yeah. then there's going to be an arc that's probably even longer than this after this one. Who knows when that's going to get adapted? Well, and I, you know, I had this in my notes. It's amazing, and you know, I feel like we say this every time it comes up, but you know, so I don't, you know, tread on the same roads again um, that our listeners have heard. Uh, I I find it so telling that it can do so much with such a limited setting. Like, you know, we've spent, you know, by almost to this point now, almost full 24 episodes just at the sanctuary and then, like, occasionally back at the mansion. Um, and that really, that's really hanging your hat on your drama amongst the characters that you already have there and also your world building. Because I, I can't think of many fantasy anime that's not like, okay, we're going to go off to the, the land of blah, blah, blah now. Y you know what I mean? Like... It, it it really knows how to reel it in. Um, what I love about I, the show is, is that it's attention to detail. Every oh, little oh, thing yeah. that you see or, or gets mentioned always comes back in some way. Like this last episode, right? When Otto first showed up, he wanted to make a trade deal with Rosewall because he had oh too much oil. Yeah. And then that shows up like 7,000 episodes later when they set the mansion on fire. Yeah, they're forgotten about that until you remind me. Now, just I was like, that that's just that's incredible recall. Uh, like I, I I sent this to Roro, one of our buddies to Roro. Like I was not expecting to get a full backstory of uh, use. Like I was just like, oh, he was somebody before this, but like it doesn't yeah, waste its character. I mean, it doesn't uh, waste its characters at all. 
Like that's my favorite thing was that we got character building for Elsa in like oh my god, that was six such lines a good of dialogue <laughs> in the middle of a fight. <laughs> like they didn't even like do that's a flashback. The, the thing is, I didn't even try to def- like humanize her. She's just fucking mental, and they're like, "Yep, this is just what yeah. she's like." Yoko agrees. Um, yes, Yoko agrees. She watched it with us. Um, yeah, those flashbacks, though, those are those are tough. I'm, like, there's only like two episodes left of the season, and they've got to wrap all this up. So some crazy shit's probably going to go down in the next two episodes. I mean, they got a lot of. There's a lot of story left to be told. I feel like while it's not as grand of a scale, um, I feel like this like this fight between Garfell and uh, Elsa is kind of like the whale fight of the of the first season. Like you know the hey, watch what we can do when we just put everything else on hold and put the budget into a fight. Oh yeah, they really did. Um, I feel like that's kind of where this is, and it's cool because you know this this is so, this anime is so good at handling drama and real subtle things. But then when it gets to just be like, hey, we're just focusing on action, you're like, oh, that's right, it's really fucking good at action. Um, I mean, you get that, and then you also get the other fight going on at the same time, where uh, also the four hundred year old simp uh, gets mad that library book gets burnt. Um, <laughs> 400-year-old right. Excel. <laughs> yeah, they also had the fight with Garfield early in the season with Subaru, and that fight is incredible. Yeah, really good. Uh, I think my favorite, I... my favorite moment of the whole season, though, is when he tries to do the dust explosion and it doesn't work. Oh, that's really funny. I actually sometimes forget this show's knees, guys. I'm going to use my real-world knowledge, throws dust. Why does that not work? <laughs> I guess you know. You also think like besides when he went to face his past, like what has been the extent of his like real world knowledge to to ah, there hasn't been any for ages. Ever since he he yeah. sold the cell phone, cell phone, yeah. And like really, his real world knowledge has not helped him at all in at least two arcs. Honestly, he's it's just more like just kind of sat into a standard fantasy show. That's I think all for the better. If I have a gripe about it. If I can say, I just the season. It's been really, really good all the way through. But I almost feel like, and the, you know, people are going to tune out when I say this. And this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's sound pretentious. But like, I almost think it's too consistently good. Like it doesn't stick out with like a signature moment. Like for me, at least, with the first season, right before the whale fight, when they're all just standing there waiting, and then the cell phone goes off. Like with the like the Nokia uh, ringtone, like that was the fucking signature moment that I knew that that anime was special. Um, really, but... I would say there was a couple signature moments. I don't know. And... I don't know what like this there was one, the, like when he t- when he was able to say he's been returning by death and he broke down. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, when he and Amelia like kissed in the cave or the the thing. That one felt big forced, moment. but it, it felt it was important though. Yeah, it was important. Yeah, yeah. It felt like something that need, should have happened forever ago. I'm sorry to the listeners who are rolling their eyes into their graves about me saying that, but, you know. It's, it's too good, damn it. <laughs> it needs to suck sometime. <laughs> it would be a 10 out of 10 if we had moments where it, it clearly was flawed. But <laughs> taking that, though, I love how, uh, like, Amelia, when she gets her development, it doesn't distract the fact that like her way of getting there is flawed. 
you know, like the entire time we're here, we're, she's getting just grilled about it by the witch. Okay, so that was ReZero. I wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit here. Uh, Kinksy took it upon himself as the martyr he is to watch High Rise Invasion. Now, Kinksy, I the only thing I've seen of this anime is is a uh, a man jumping off of a building, and it, it just a very interesting uh, reaction from everybody. Maybe it's just the way it was animated. This is clearly a masterpiece, right? This is a masterpiece of trash. I really liked this show. It's so dumb. What about? It's about a girl. It's, uh, it's kind of cuts ahead because <laughs> let's just get to thing. It oh, cuts girl. ahead to some things. Uh, she's on top of a building and it, she can't go back down to the ground floor. It turns out mm -hmm. that she has been put on top it in some sort of death game, and she's stuck up here with a load of murderers wearing masks with various weapons. So does it all take place on top of a building? Uh, several buildings that they've put up, like wooden rickety bridges connecting the skyline. They've got a not Burj Khalifa in the background, in the middle of Japan. It's also a massive laser cannon, because of course it is. Excuse me, what? <laughs> More laser cannons for so, everyone. Just put laser cannons everywhere. I was following game. it through the laser cannon. A death game to become God. It's oh, good old crazy bullshit. Main character starts off episode one being, "Oh my God, I'm scared, brother, help me, I'm about to die," and ends the episode mm -hmm. as basically, "Well, I'm just going to kill everyone and make my way to the top." See, that's the character development Amelia needed. So... <laughs> you should just start fucking killing people. The, episode, the thing you saw about the guy falling off a building, um, uh -huh. it's the, the guys in the masks who are chasing them don't want to kill them. They want to drive them into a state of despair so they will jump off the buildings themselves. What's the difference? It's for sport. <laughs> for sport. <laughs> uh, the idea of this is that they're going to drive them into despair and if they survive, they will become God. Do not ask questions. It is not the show, kind of show that asks questions. Is it, is dumb? it, it is sounds it, a lot like like the zombie girl catastrophe thing. This is B-movie schlock. Yes, it is exactly that. So the like, way you're throwing the word despair around makes me think of Dangnarampa, but go ahead. Uh, let's, let's put it this way. It's the kind of thing where like, it's got the high school of the dead thing where like, fan service is rampant. It's just stupid. Like One really? girl gets I'm attacked by like one girl gets like attacked by a guy wearing Wolverine claws and it rips her shirt open, just exposing a bra, basically. And she stays like that the whole season and no one fucking mentions it. <laughs> They're just like, yep, she's just going to walk around like this. It's so dumb. And girl in Glep like the girl in Glepnir, like she took her shirt off and then like just didn't have it on for like the rest of the anime. Pretty much. It's exactly it's in that kind of schlock. This is like the kind of show I would say is a 6 out of 10 it's also a 10 out of 10 exactly it's doing exactly what it attempts to do give it a like big so mac out of 10 good. it's so bad it's good kind of i really enjoy it if you're if you like that kind of show it, it looks to me it looked like if you're into like schlocky kind of stuff it's almost flawless first episode is a bit dodgy but then it never goes to something like that again it's weird like it put like its worst moment in the first episode and then never got that way again so is it 
better or worse than X-Arm and Jibate, or whatever the fuck we call it? Oh, it's 100% better than those. Jibate is the worst shit I've ever seen. Worse than X-Arm? I haven't seen X-Arm, to be fair. You'll change, you'll, at this point. you'll change your you'll change your mind after that. It's debatable. They're both awful, but yeah, um, this show is just if you just want a, it's not like I don't want to say turn your brain off, but turn your fucking brain off and watch it. My last question for you on this is this oh. better? Is this better than Tokyo Sinks? Yes, it's better than Japan Sinks. All right, all right. yeah, Japan Sinks doesn't take itself halfway like anywhere near as seriously. It's got a main girl who is just silly and just then she has a she meets a girl in episode two basically starts simping her be hard but the, does she's also she a go, murderer but does she does she go on to be an olympic athlete hmm. <laughs> show ends what i presume is halfway through i want this show to get a second season so badly so i hope netflix just throw the money at it i ended up reading most all the manga afterwards because it was just so dumb. And the chapters are like five to ten pages long. So they adapted it basically half the whole thing out of 200 pages, 200 chapters, sorry. All right. So we're going to cool Kingsy off here for a minute. Uh, we're going to jump ahead to Yuru Camp. Uh, finally get our boy Rikaze some, some reps here. So you are the unofficial president of the Secret Society blanket in several discord servers as i'm aware so uh i'm curious because this seems like the kind of show that is very comfy with slice of life but i'm noticing that quite a few people are buying camping gear because of this show is is this would you say that this has that kind of pull on people or i i really want to go camping (laughs) i i really want to go camping (laughs) all right all right that's pretty cool. I mean, if an anime can introduce somebody to a whole new hobby like that, that much that much about it, I appreciate. Um, yeah, I like hearing your thoughts on this here. So I'll I'll, I'll give you the floor. Like like it, it's not blatantly like trying to appeal to like getting you to camp. It's not like trying to sell you on camping, but it just sure. shows it in such an honest manner and shows how cool it is to go places and see things. That it's hard not to want to do, you know? It just looks so appealing. It's like, especially we've been locked down for so long. It's like, I just want to, tra- like, traveling and being outside. And that I guess this is the kind annoying. of perfect show for a lockdown. Everyone yeah. wants to go outside and enjoy the great outdoors. I mean, to be fair, camping is a very, like, you can make that like a solo endeavor. Yeah. And and that's uh, like it it does totally make it a solo endeavor. That's like half the appeal is the solo camping. I just I was worried because it had a little oversaturation in, in the first season. I have to admit, people were a little too excited about how cute they thought it was. So when I heard about the second season and what was that? The little shorts when they call that Hey I Camp was that last season? Yeah. Yeah, um, I was worried that it was going to be like, shouting "Secret Society" blanket as loud as possible all over again. But I'm actually genuinely happy to see the uh, the commentary that people had about this one. Mm-hmm. Second season, I, I feel like there's been a lot more diverse reactions to to the yeah. second season because a lot of the first season was just ah, oh, it's so cute and fluffy. 
but but then second seasons like people are really thinking about like how how well it handles the the subtle things it does i like i like too that like there's so many there's so many hobby anime i'll call them you know what i mean like this is definitely like a hobby uh that just kind of either do just enough or um maybe do a little bit too much like maybe it's a little too dry uh, this really seems to that like it hits that that sweet spot where it's still cute for people who just want to watch something cute and wind down, but it still has plenty to 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 uh, kind of get in on. Which I felt that way about uh you know we just talked about it, asteroid in love. You know they talked a lot about geology and and, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me and astronomy and it was really cool. Um, I don't know. Like, do you have anything else you kind of want to say about that one? I know this was kind of more of a I feel like it, it might be fair to say because it's so laid back that it might be uh, it might that might also be a detriment about how much you could talk about it. The uh, the scenery and the food of every new location they go to is is really refreshing because because we don't you know I'm not, I'm not I'm not in Japan I don't know all the local specialties and I don't know the places to go and see and the stuff that they have looks really appealing. Um, so, so I just love it when um, they, they show all that stuff. And um, I've, and uh, one thing about you camp I've really appreciated is, is how well it just handles like introversion is like, it doesn't like, I, I know we mentioned this, recommended this in a few podcasts before, but it really stuck in my mind ever since I heard it was, was how well, um, like it doesn't like shame or it, it embraces introversion for what it is. And like seeing the outside and being by yourself, it's one of the best parts of the show is just when, when um, Rin is just biking around um, by herself. Those are some of the best parts of the show personally. Nice. Yeah. The show gets a lot of value out of like, sometimes they camp by themselves and sometimes they camp together and they're both great for different reasons. Yeah, that's what we talked about, the extroverted introvert, because Rin is perfectly, you know, sociable when she needs to be, but she likes to be by herself, too. And a lot of shows couldn't handle that with any kind of subtlety, but subtlety is all what Eurocam is about. It's a very quiet you guys, show. You guys might have finally sold me on it. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, you know. That's a mission it makes me desperately want to travel around uh, that area <laughs> of Japan. <laughs> yeah, that's you a come every to a... time an inanimate object says something, it fucking cracks me up. You could come every to Ohio. Pinecone goes hello. <laughs> come to Ohio. It's basically the same thing. Talking pine cones. That's just the mushrooms you're eating, dude. <laughs> Don't tell anybody that. So when the pine cones are talking, it's time to go home. Well, you know, now that we're talking about cute things and and talking objects, uh. See, AB. Why? Why do you do this to me? You always get really low and make me worried. Why don't you tell us about slime? Slime time, baby. You might have anything. Does anyone have anything nice to say about the show before I start yelling at it? Uh, Like me, I fucking. I think it's still fun. I understand. Uh, I know. I know. I can almost. I'm pretty sure what you're going to be mad about, and I understand. But I, I think, like, what else did you expect from this show? I also would like to say that I think this is the the best 
when you Karbowski roll around. I really still enjoy the show. I like I like to care. It's not narratively complicated, and they're not going to do anything new. And yeah, you know the the even when they present stakes, they immediately roll them back. But I just still like the characters as they exist. So I prefer it when they're being more slice of life than when they're trying to do their plot, because then you just get the characters interacting, and that's where all the fun comes from. But I'm pretty sure I know where Kingsley's going with this, <laughs> and he's not wrong. Requiem railroaded me. <laughs> I think I that it's. Railroad you. I think she's better as Rimuru than she is as Misaka. I said it. Wow, um, damn. I, I really feel that way. But, Kingsley, now that I made you mad on two fronts, why don't you tell so, us what, what happened recently in, that, in the time I became a slime, season two? The show really had me for like the first half. I was really enjoying it. And then they killed a bunch of people off recently. And with not even three minutes not like after this, I've already rolled it back with the resurrection magic bullshit, and I got so fucking mad. I'm so fucking mad at this show. I thought it was finally going to try to be a bit more than it was. And it immediately rolled it back. Yeah, they probably should have waited at least an episode. <laughs> yeah, they literally, like, he walks up and sees character in question dead. He has his emotional moment, and then a character comes in and says, by the way, there's this one way to resurrect them. And apparently the answer is to commit genocide. So... Yeah, he doesn't seem to be hesitating much with that. I thought that was odd. He's like, oh, I gotta kill 10,000 humans. All right. Okay, I'll go do it. Or or as Rimuru would say, like, whatevs! (laughs) Um. It feels like... I'm saying he also confessed to everyone like oh i'm i used to be a human that felt like that should have been a bigger moment than it was but the fact it was like marred by this bullshit but what are they what are they supposed to say it's not like humans don't exist in this world other worlders don't exist but they don't have a personality in this show unless it's like a bunch of cardboard cutouts so fucking annoying but they're yeah, fun when he, when he, but when they're he revealed fun. that i thought like there should have been pushback from at least one of the characters yeah, the last two episodes of this fun. show, I don't want fun. I want my fun. suffering. Let characters stay dead if it makes characters improve. Slime goes slurp. Haven't even had Millim in this season. That's I can't even tell you if you're being sarcastic at this point, Dill. Do you not like the show? And you're trying no. to imitate people who do? I Sometimes I wonder about myself. <laughs> do you like the show or are you making fun of people who like the show like i'm not sure what we're going with anymore i, I genuinely like this show but that's <laughs> i love how we're at the point where nobody can tell my opinion on things <laughs> so yeah bottom line i'm mad that this show tried to pretend it had stakes and then just threw them in the bin yeah that's pretty much the last episode really did they even annoyed me because they had like he he finally admitted that he had fucked up a few places. And then everyone was like, no, you're great. You're super great. And I'm like, really? Come the fuck on. It was like a whole episode of just like self-congratulating. It was so stupid. Yeah, I mean, they're all just jerking the slime off. Look. They're all just sucking his big slimy dick. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> we could have skipped. Plus, it made me mad because they could have skipped all that shit and gotten to some kind of action scene. I hate that slime always stops the episode right before something interesting actually is about to happen. Okay, so I will say this. 
knew this from the onset that uh, talking with a member of our community, Stranger, that correct me if I'm wrong, this was based off a web novel, right? So I thought it was a light novel. Yeah, I thought it was a light novel, novel too. I like okay. I wasn't sure if it was a web novel or light novel, but from the source material that I, I heard that it, it it is just constantly power creep and you have to like he didn't tell me this, but from what I was gathering is you just have oh, to yeah. I remember reading I think the manga and then I just got burnt by the power creep and I, I gave up on the show. So so I didn't even bother watching the anime. So it definitely takes a certain mentality to enjoy it, I think. Like like a like a like a like a small brain Kuma bear kind of mentality. But I still think it's really fun. Small brain Kuma bear. Small brain Kuma bear. <sighs> Which is what I, I do. Like I focus I focus more on the Isekai fantasy slice of life elements and I kinda just ignore the battle shown in because I know how that's gonna turn out anyway. And just give me something like Give me something like average Hisekai or Kuma 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 bed doesn't have stakes. Don't pretend you have stakes when you're just going to be bollocks about it. Would you prefer in the second season of Kuma 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 Bear if, like, on the fourth episode she just gets murdered and then just ends? (laughs) No ending, it's just fade to black and just credits roll. I mean, I I would respect it. I don't think I'd like it, but I would respect it. (laughs) It's like, it's like, it's you, like you wouldn't enjoy it, but at some level you'd have to give it respect. I can name it's at like, least three. I can name at least three community members that would love that. But I mean, it's just if they did that, I, I'd kind of put it in the same like pantheon of school days, where like I don't like this show, but I respect the hell of what it did. I mean, it would it would hurt me as much as uh, here and there than uh, or whatever the fuck it you called it. That's why I've always said that it would have been really funny if ReZero had ended. Like at the snow scene where his head fell off. Oh my like, god! Like at, and then this is the last there. episode that you'd remember that show forever. <laughs> or like at least a season. I don't know. I still think if they'd ended it where the first the third season started, it, people would be would have been so buzzed for this season more. Mm. Oh, who's Rem? For <laughs> you? What are we talking about? Uh, speaking of Requiem. Uh, hey, what's up? Kimono Jihen. Tell me about this, because I know nothing about this anime. Uh, so I, I hadn't watched it because it was on Funimation. I finally broke down and started you know, doing Funimation shows because I got everything this season. Sorry. And uh, this show is fucking great. Yeah? Yeah, it feels like... Well, you've seen this kind of setup before, it feels like. It's like, you know, they're all like supernatural in some manner or another or touched by the supernatural and they investigate the supernatural. You've, I feel like I've seen that show before in various setups, but this does it really well because the characters are great. Interesting. Is it better than the occult in the occult show we both watched? Oh god, yeah, this is way better than that. Which occult show is that? Oh, it's just some junk we watched both watched last year. It wasn't much worth talking about. Yeah, it, nine? That, that one wasn't that great. Was it a cultic nine? Oh, cultic nine has its own problems. Uh, I still like that show, but it turned out better. It got better at the end, but for the most part, it, it's too flawed. Um. So, I've never heard of this anime though that we're talking about here, though. This. Oh really? No, it's uh. It's like this guy goes. You know, he's a detective for the occult. So he goes out to this village 
where there's mysterious animal deaths. And he meets this kid who's half. They make they make up a word for what he is, but he's basically a ghoul. Okay. Like he doesn't he can't die, essentially. Same unless you good. separate his head and keep it separated. So he brings him back to Tokyo where he's got like <laughs> a team of other kids who all have they're all half something, half spider demon, half uh Yukiona, which is the the snow woman. Yukiona's a hero. But yeah, um that's Yukiuna, I think. Terrible joke. Up? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so they they investigate whatever stuff that happens with other supernatural things in Tokyo, and there's a fox lady who runs the cops, and it's 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 just the, the the drama and the comedy all comes from the characters, the way they bounce off each other, and they do a really good job with it. Like the main character was treated like complete shit at, by his village for his entire childhood. So he's kind of like he he's sort of deadpan all the time. He doesn't really understand emotions. So everything that happens in Tokyo doesn't make any sense to him and it's it's funny. So who does this? You know the studio offhand? Not the time I hit. No? Okay. I've been noticing that a lot lately. Like a kind of a lot of like smaller name studios have been really just make carving their own name, which is refreshing, you know, you don't have the same usual suspects but at the same feels token, like, like the shows like sorry the studios like madhouse and bones they barely produce anything these days and a lot of new studios are just taking their place yeah so i th- that's a good little ribbon on there on the top of that um i will say the last thing i wanted to mention about the anime there that requiem brought up that i feel like is a very important note is just how many anime this season were on Funimation. And idea. Um, I have my gripes aside. I may or may not be writing about it right now, but uh, it's Funimation has a lot on their plate right now. And it's very interesting how they're handling uh, post COVID-19 uh, business, but I don't really want to rock the boat on that just yet. I, I know I'm not the only one who's noticed that um, we're still, Month out from the last two episodes of Golden Convoy, so great. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the news. Um, so Requiem's favorite movie franchise finally <laughs> got its its newest newest edition. Evangelion, absolute favorite. Evangelion stop at the t- watching I- these movies. Stop giving them money, and they'll stop making them. Evangelion. Price Upon a Time came out, and it just, it sold like no other, with over 539,000 tickets sold. Of course it bloody did. I mean, I don't understand. What what did you you expect? That was in the first day. This is probably the most anticipated movie in Japan. Maybe, maybe ever for anime. (laughs) I'll say of this century. Because there was no delays on the other ones, so and it, you know you, you also factor in how long ago uh, 3.0 was, as far as the rebuild's concerned. Maybe if 3.0 didn't suck so hard, they wouldn't have had to delay this one. 3.0 was good. Shut up. <laughs> I guarantee that it wasn't. Oh, so, you not like? What if Wreck was like actually? What? That was, Requiem's like that's actually the one that I enjoyed. 
It's like only they just die and, and the, the creator comes out and apologizes. Imagine if that's the actual end of this movie, though. That would be so funny. I think that, that comes on I think that I think that comes on right after that that sudden ending of Kuma 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 Bear. But <laughs> double feature night. Um I mean, not a whole lot we can say here about Evangelion. I mean, yeah, no, no one here can watch it. I don't yeah, think... no, no, nobody can watch it. Did you hear um, people were trying to like frantically write down the plot? Because I'm not sure how these glasses work. I'm stealing this from another one of Requiem's favorite uh, outlets is Mega64. On their podcast, they were talking about how uh, when the movie released, the way that I guess like they use like three glasses to pop up like, subtitles that like, pick up on... Um, that just kind of pick up on the raw. Um, but I guess it was getting a lot of it wrong. Like the people who were like trying to figure out like the translations. So like people were speculating about what goes on in the plot. They're like, oh, they're talking to ghosts. Like, no, no, that's not actually like part of the actual story. You're just mistranslating it. So like there's a bunch of like there's giant scripts out there that people have been passing around that are just completely wrong. About like thing what is that's though, hilarious. What the is that just intent? Is that just intentional? I just, think it's, I, just, I, I just think that's just bad translation. But you know, yeah. Um, but it could also just be like they're just fucking with people. And I mean, this goes back to like Funimation had the rights for the first three um, rebuild movies, but G Kids has the distribution rights to the series. So it's really interesting to see who's going to get the rights to the the fourth movie it'd be really fucking weird if you had to buy the first three movies through funimation and then the fourth movie was g kids but i don't know we'll see maybe we won't even get it probably not going to get it for to like 2022 earliest yeah we're definitely not seeing it for another several years it's like several it. years Remember wait, wait, the delays sorry. on on um, AVEG 3.33 and uh, all the movies have been delayed for their localization. The one, the ones that got I, delayed I, because I, people started laughing at it and then they were like, no, this is a very serious movie. Not mock-off masterpiece. I, mean, I didn't know that. They, they, they delayed it like that. Wow. Local, local podcast host gets booed off stage. Um <laughs> So, movie. Not as hard as this show on, as Rec Room, but oh God, I don't even. I don't, I don't even know if I want to watch this movie because it's just so. I'm so done with Ava. Aren't you curious a little bit to see how they end it? Of course, it I sound, am. Yeah, I, like I, I feel like that's a lot of people's answers. They're so fucking fatigued with Evangelion. They hate the fans and all that, but then they also like kind of at the corner of their eye are like, "Oh, how did it? Oh, that's interesting." It. Honestly, End of Ava is the only ending I ever wanted because it all came tumbling down, tumbling down, tumbling down. Yeah, that song is amazing. Joke. That song hey, is great. That's a worse joke than my Yuki Yuno one. You know it. Don't care. So, moving on, Requiem could talk about older things, which he he tends to like. Uh, we have the discotheque licensing of Dear Brother Sergeant Frog and uh, a bunch of other titles I don't give a shit about. Go ahead, Rec. Well, that's just rude. You don't, you don't give a shit about it because you got no taste. When you started watching Sorry. anime five weeks ago. Yeah? Mm. Fucking square up. Small brain Kuma bears right here, baby. Anyway, so 
discotheque who does God's work in releasing older and often uh, not well appreciated enough anime. Uh, licensed all kinds of great shit, including Dear Brother, which is very popular with a, a segment of the population who likes you know girls at fancy boarding school kind of stories. Uh, Sergeant Frog, which is the big deal for those of us who were, you know, apparently people on this podcast don't remember it, but Sergeant Frog was very popular when it came out, and it's funny as hell. Still, think you can make describe it, it except stu- really stupid. Maybe aliens it's an American thing because, like, I remember it being everywhere. You couldn't escape it. Yeah, I've it was never super heard popular. The show in my life. Well, anyway, it was super popular because it's com- really, really funny, and apparently they managed to license and are going to release all 358 episodes. Was that just in like? Is, it, is this just like a SoCal thing? Yeah, I imagine well, he's not from SoCal. I'm not from SoCal, but oh, that's fair. One she was everywhere. Was that conventions? Say, you go to conventions and you would see was tons of the shit all the way at conventions. Maybe, maybe that's it. It was like I a went to loads of conventions. Thing. I've never seen this. So weird to make it so popular. Anyway, it's one funny as hell. So when it comes the, out, give it a shot. One thing about the Blu-ray release, it's it's pretty weird to see, but but the Blu-ray release is in standard definition. Like normally we expect Blu-rays to be in HD, but it's but this is in standard. It's an it, SD. Discotech does this a lot. They do that a lot. If you look at Discotech's releases, a lot of times yeah. they release stuff on Blu-ray but in standard def. I, I mean, that's that the only way they can afford releasing 300 episodes on, like, one or two Blu-rays, but... Try to imagine remastering 358 episodes. Yeah. I, but, you know, I, I recently watched Kino's Journey, and I, I saw that the original was, a, was that situation where it's standard def on Blu-ray, which is so strange. The original's a little hard to watch. It's a little rough visually these days. Yeah. I think the second episode is just perfect, though. Yeah, the original ones are great. It's a great show. I thought I watched the latest one. I thought it was a masterpiece. But I love both. They're really good. Really great. Yeah. yeah. Other but things, that, by the way. That... No, go Where ahead. Does, if Sergeant Frog got into a fight with Kuma 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 Bear, yeah. who would win? You're just trying to make me mad we now. Came up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, super OP, this... and Sergeant Frog is a giant moron. So I'm going to assume it's going to be Kuma Bear. No, yeah. no, no! It's in the twist. In the twist of episode four of Kuma 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 Bear, she dies horribly to Sergeant Frog. Sergeant Frog kills her. <laughs> anyway, other things they're releasing are uh, Kakaishi, which people might remember for its run on Toonami back in the day. I don't know my this favorite, one either. My, my favorite Naruto character. It's not that Kakaishi. I love this. Is one about two. Two teenagers who create barriers for various reasons. Another, the biggest like, deal. Are we talking like ma- magical barriers or like 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 personal boundaries? Both. They, because the magical barriers are a uh, metaphor for their personal barriers. Okay. Okay. The biggest deal to me and other people of my vintage, you know, the golden generation. Boomers. Um, is that they? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> They found the original 35 millimeter master of Project Echo. So they're going to release it. Instead of just remastering it, they're going to do a complete new transfer. Of You're just the... making up shows now. No, Project Echo is no. a real thing, damn it. It's, and it's great. If, you're, if you I were have... my age, when you used to go to Blockbuster and you went to the anime section, there was like six fucking movies in there. And Project Echo was always one of them. 
And MTV so used to, MTV used to play music videos. So so no, no, no right. I, I, I've also I also used to go into Blockbusters and HMV a lot, and all the movies there were basically just schlock. Yeah, they didn't. They had a weird selection. There'd always be like Ninja yeah, Ninja Scroll would always be in there. It'd be it'd be like Urasaka Doji and Master of Martial Arts next to each other. Master Martial Arts, yeah, that's great. Um, you were stuck at Doji with no content warning on it. <laughs> Vampire Hunter D almost always in there, and then Project Aiko was almost in there. Project Aiko is funny because it's actually a parody you know of anime from like the eighties and early nineties. You know what? Actually, picturing it, I could see that title in like the shelf. <laughs> that's where I've seen it before. So, and, you know, if you're like me and you remember it and you liked it, I'm hyped to get not only a new version of it, but a brand like a, a perfect transfer upgrade because they managed to find the master because Robert Woodhead managed to stumble into it in a locked cabinet somewhere. I have Murder. no idea about the show. Like, like, like this announcement was the first time I seen it. But man, does that transfer look so good? Like, like, what a what a gem that that they managed to find this this anime. Like, the, if they didn't find it, they would have had to remaster it from Laserdisc, and it wouldn't have looked anywhere near as good. Like, it is beautiful. And I'm hoping that when it gets released, it gets you know more recognition and more people experience it because I always thought it was great. They just must have hated in Ohio. They must have just hated anime because I'm not all that much younger than Kinksy, and they had like no anime at my blockbuster. They had like Ghibli films, right? Maybe. Like, I, again, I wasn't so young that I'm sitting there shitting myself in the in the in the blockbuster while my parents were there. Like I, I can remember the selection, but like I didn't really have anime. But all right, I'm distracting. Them. Right, right, came from uh, yeah. Out here in California, there was always at least it wasn't a big selection. Let's put it that way. There was it wasn't even a full column. It was a half a column of uh D of Blu-rays and then eventually DVDs. Yeah. Speaking of shit on the floor of a commercial establishment, Kinksy, uh, Devil's a part-timer season two got announced, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a great segue care. right there. It's, it's, that is a beautiful segue. This is one of my favorite shows. I I'm so shocked it's getting another season. When was like the, the first show. season? Like 2013? Spring, spring 2013. Airs alongside Railgun X this and long. Attack on Titan. I'm shocked it yeah, took this it was long. Like this show was popular. popular. Yeah. People loved this show. I, I, I don't know why they waited so long. It's not the show. What? This show? I hate the show. The show's funny as hell. I hate the show. It's I hate with you. you. Hate the show. You gonna explain yourself? I really enjoyed it. I don't want to fucking watch a show about Satan. He's not actually Satan. He's not like the literal devil. He's from a fantasy world. He's just. It's just. Yeah, you could have just like changed it to the Demon Lord is a part timer. Yeah. <laughs> you act like like literal Lucifer himself came up and became a McDonald's employee. That's not what happened. That's how I always interpreted it. Fuck you. <laughs> you seen the show? I dropped it. Why? It's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. Second episode has it's like one of my go-to episodes if I'm in a bad mood. I love when the cop yeah, finds them on the street and thinks they're like st struggling actors. 
I was like, was it? He's like, I'm gonna. He's like, I'm gonna use my power. Holds his hands up in the air and then accidentally hails a taxi. Don't, don't do this to me, Kinksy. Because when you actually start recommending me anime, like ninety nine percent of the time they're good, and then the other one percent they're Bakuranu R's. Yeah, <laughs> he, did good. That, he did that to you on purpose. It's good. No, it's not. Same as Happy Sugar. I would, I would, I would, I would rather well, I would rather watch an anime about Lucifer coming from the depths of hell itself to become an employee at McDonald's three times over than watching another episode of Bakurano. <laughs> Just to correct you, that uh, it's McRonald's. Yeah, McRonald's. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. And Kentucky Fried Chicken. That one always gets me. Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken. Yeah, this is getting a season two. Um, it's going to be my anime of the year. Uh, everything else. Speaking of the next anime of the year. Project Ikaze. Ikaze. <laughs> oh, God. A favorite. Oh, God. A fa- an, an, an anime favorite. Legend <laughs> of Heroes. Trails of Cold Steel. That series is finally getting itself an anime series. Tell me, how many hundreds of episodes is it going to be to actually get through the first game's plot? Okay, uh, I, I do want to say this is this is an anime favorite, and it's particularly one of my favorite series. So mm-hmm. I'm super mixed. I do not like. I'm really? worried as all hell. And actually, yeah. the the first sh- the first game in the whole series. Well, no, mm-hmm. the first localized game got an OVA like a decade ago. So it's technically not the first, but it's like probably the first like actual anime. Really? Yeah. Was um, it dubbed? Was it dubbed? I don't know. Because my, my boy. My, my boy is the main dude. So, my boy Sean. This is going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah. The, um, so, Sean, Sean so I didn't there's... say that, Sean. Listen, you hear me? I didn't say that, Sean. So, so there's been rumbling of. There's of, been murmurs. Yeah, there's been murmurs that this is actually going to be an anime original. Um,. So like based around the Cold Steel series, but but not following the events of it. Look, if they these RPGs are like sixty hours each. Yeah. So so if they did adaptations of the whole thing, this would be hundreds of episodes. Yeah, Persona made it work once. Got to ask. Got to ask gets a 12 episode series that tries oh, to do the whole plot how yeah. upset are you going to be i'm in i'm in baby no, honestly <laughs> honestly that would be better because because if it attempts to do like a decent adaptation then people will watch it and then like out of all the legend of heroes like all of the trail stuff I, I don't like Cold Steel. Like all the other stuff. What? Ten out of ten. Oh. Look, Cold Steel is trash. Fuck a hot take. Yes! <laughs> That's the only one I like. I was not You've expecting never that when I posed that question. Oh my goodness! Just R- RKO'd me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Uh, the the problem is that the third game re- like basically requires you to have played all of them. Like everything in the series, and like we'll outright spoil games if you haven't. And like it doesn't, it's not worth spoiling it for everyone else. Hey, Ray. So, what? would you say that the fourth game is an ideal place to start playing? <laughs> no. 
It's a little inside joke. Say that that oh. cold steel is hot trash. Clearly, he just did. Uh, yeah, such a hot uh, take. I mean, it's, it's not of... that bad. It's not that I got... bad. I, I wouldn't say it's hot He'll trash. Back. Back. It's, it's too late. late. Bro, it's like... bro, I got, I got, I got friends that got voice acting gigs out of that shit. You just, you, you making sure my fam don't eat. <laughs> the it's title of this episode is rest. episode four: Rock Shocks the World. <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be called the stunning conclusion of Kuma 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 Bear. <laughs> Kuma Bear gets steaks. Sergeant Frog kills Kuma 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 Bear. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite part of the latest Anate podcast? I liked for two minutes when they talked about what they were going to name it. <laughs> yeah, that's the important part. Shit, that's what all the SEOs for. Oh. Moving on to <laughs> Baby, I'm the franchise. They call me in. <laughs> I'm like fucking I am the backup quarterback that you side off the streets because you know he's always ready. I'm a fucking case keenum. Anyways. Uh question oh, no, you're, you're not case keenum. You you're yeah. You, 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 I'm you Kirk can't Cousins. I'm Kirk there you Cousins go. You're Kirk. Best. You're our Kirk cousin. Well, let me let me just wrap up this Cold Steel stuff. It's the 40th <laughs> anniversary of Falcom, so so they're doing this like anime adaptation, and mm-hmm. Cold Steel mm-hmm. is like obviously a game of four. It, it's fairly like Persona y in like the way it's structured, so I think people will like it. But but if this an- if this anime is original, I, I'm I'm probably going to be excited for it because then it's at least watchable. But if it's an adaptation, it's going to be not good. Mm-hmm. I see. I like five hours into the first one, and I just lost all interest in playing it. But it was cool. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to an anime. I hope it's good. But that's the mm. thing. That's the thing too. Like I, I know you say you have a mixed feeling about it. But you still have an affinity for it, right? So, like, yeah, deep, yeah. Deep down, you—it's not like you're actively like. I know some people are like, and I won't say names, but there are people in our community that it feels like anytime something related to a franchise they like gets an anime, they're like actively rooting against it, like they want it to like fail. I'm like, you should want it to succeed, you know? Like, this is something you yeah. like. But, anyways, moving on to our question of the week. Our good boy Requiem posed this one, so I'll give him the floor to kind of set the table. Okay. Question of the week. And I'm going to keep it going while I try to remember what it is. (laughs) All right, so the question of the week is, what is your favorite weird anime? (laughs) Requiem's Oh, I forgot we went with that one. I apologize. What is your favorite weird anime? God, this is flawless! Uh, I'm sorry. I forgot what it was. I was trying to get back to the damn you want me to cut this out. It's no, no, it's, no, you have to keep it in. We're professional AAA podcasts. They are listening to us <laughs> on Reddit right the fuck now. We are the podcast of the week. Anyways. Um, upvote us. Upvote up, dude, us. Give us silver. <laughs> uh uh, epic, epic Reddit gold. <laughs> this was internet dollars. My favorite weird anime, I would say, is World Conquest Sylvester Plot. Um, oh, it's such a good show. That's a great show, and it is weird as fuck. Can't, can't believe. I, I, I sold you on it, and then I stopped selling you on it, and then you watched it anyway. 
Yeah. Sold me on it. Got me very, very scared of it. And then I ended up loving it. You're right. Like the more it's one of those anime, the more you think about it outside of Kate is cute and that's it. Um, the, the, the weirder it gets like the fact that there's an entire episode dedicated to the eradication of smokers in the city. And, uh, there's an entire like mob shootout scene that takes place at a bakery. Like it, it, go, it, it go, go ahead. The show, the show makes no fucking sense, and yet it did at the same time. That's what makes it weird. It's like it's not you didn't understand what was going on. It's just that what was going on was fucking bonkers. It made sense in its own little world. Its own little world was fucking mental, but it made sense. I remember when this show was airing, like every like it was like there was just like this cult of people who like really loved it, and I was just like curious, but I never got around to watching it. Sell, sell it up, sell it to me. Okay, so I will be honest with you. I, I, I give Kingsley shit. It is a tough sell, though, because there is this very mysterious little girl who goes around on a uh, on a bike with training wheels, just kind of blabbering about how she's going to conquer the world. And then this boy is like a runaway. And he's just kind of like, yeah, fuck my dad. I, I, I'll figure something out. I don't know. I'm homeless now. Um, and then the girl says the classic line that I uh, that any of my friends know that I have an affinity for. If you swear loyal to me, I shall grant you the world and a share of my snacks. Um, and uh, little did he know, she actually meant that because she's actually in charge of a terrorist organization. <laughs> it's an adorable terrorist organization. <laughs> and uh, it, the show follows around this terror group as they plan to uh, conquer different parts of Japan. And uh, there's little nuances about the show that I think are adorable that actually come back later. Like, there's an entire episode, like, there's an entire briefing of the, the beginning of one of the episodes. Uh, her name's Kate, the little girl. She's giving everybody the, their briefing about their mission. And she's trying to do, like, she's trying to do, like, a little gymnastics routine on, like, the lowest um, pull-up bar in the gym, like, in the uh, in the park and like everyone's like why are we like, everyone's looking around and then like the main boy's like why why are we here and then everyone's like, Shh, be quiet she's still giving the briefing and then it comes back at the very last episode when kate's fighting the the main bad guy that she has she's on the telephone pole and she has to do the gymnastics routine so like there's it, it has a lot of attention to detail like that and it's just very weird and uh, the more out of the show, the more attention you're paying to what's going on, especially in the background. She would never believe by watching the first couple of episodes. No, it's definitely uh, one of those shows. I think if you return to it for a rewatch, it, it's it, it pays dividends. It's got um, layers like an ogre. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there is no region one version of this. So kind of shit out of luck on getting it, even though Funimation has the digital rights to it. Get on it, funny. Yeah, it's just like not on us buried treasure. It's one of those shows that's Same great, thing. but it didn't get enough attention, so it doesn't get released. I feel like I own both of those on DVD somewhere. Because yeah, yeah, because they they came over on your side of the pond. They didn't come out over here. It makes a change. Yeah, that's great. You guys get everything. Yeah. So, uh, Kinksy, since you have every DVD known to man, what, what's your favorite weird anime? Huh. Shit, this is really hard because I like so many weird anime. 
was going to say, how is he going to pick one? Yeah. We made a joke before we were talking about um, he, his, his weird anime list is the, the kinksy anime list. Yeah, the, his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the call. The call. It's, come on, you stole my joke. See this? <laughs> I improved but, it. Thanks, Luigi. It's part of me that wants to go with Bacano because it is a weird show. It's not weird enough. That's not really weird, it's just complicated. Horny. I think I've got it's got to be punchline. Yeah. It's a good choice. Punchline is another show I recommended deal, which was a, a, another really hard sell. Yeah, that's a really hard sell. That is a show that we all saw the first episode of, laughed it out of the room, and then people started coming back that were like watching it and were like, actually guys, this is really good. I was yeah. I was killing myself the whole whole season because like like i love uchikoshi like like you don't understand i have like a whole little shrine in my room dedicated to his works so like so when i first saw punchline i was like what the fuck is this i'm sitting here literally ever 17 and punchline sitting on my shelf next to each other like it's so fucking good i think everything he writes is gold punchline is so different at the end than it is at the beginning and like how that thing unfolds is it's fucking brilliant. It's like watching someone do same, reverse it's like someone watching time, someone do reverse origami. At the same time, like Svesta, if you pay attention to that show, it it gives you so much back. It's so Oh yeah, incredible. if you do a rewatch of Punchline after you've already seen it and seen how it unfolds, you start seeing so much shit that you missed. Yeah, Kinksy, I've been what, really meaning to give it a rewatch sometime. Kinksy, what's oh. your favorite what's your favorite line that you ever gave me? Or do you want me to I say remember it? This is a, a a mild spoiler, but um, Dill was saying, like, I really hope the main couple end up together at the end of this show. And without missing a beat, I went, yeah, they kind of do. You can say that. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> and he just... He got to the end of the show. He just went to me and was like, fuck you. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> That's up there with your name for for notable uses of of body swap. So, oh god, it's um, such a good show. So, yeah, uh, Rikaze, what do you think? I was just throughout this whole thing. I was just really hoping none of you would say what I was going to mention, and none of you did. I'm so happy. Arakawa under the bridge. Never seen that show. You've never... It, it's really up your alley, I think. Oh, let me go put it on my... It's on definitely my, weird. Let me go put it on it the King's anime list. It's definitely weird. <laughs> <laughs> when did this come out? Uh, 2010? Okay, it's okay. it's made by Shaft. It's written... like it's, mm, it's, say, say less, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's this weird comedy. This, like, CEO, like... He's the dumbest guy in existence. Like, decides to live under a bridge for some reason. And it's just comedy gold. Every episode is hilarious and it's the most bizarre is thing this I've the ever one... seen. I'm looking at this right now. Is this the one where he has the bra under his shirt? I think there's an episode where that happens. There's so many weird things. You can't remember it all. <laughs> I think I've seen a scene openings, from the show where a guy like walks openings, into an alley and his shirt off <laughs> just fucking 
I want to watch the this now. Fuck. Is such a bop. I, 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 there were wow. like weeks on end where I just had the opening stock in my head. Slap. Ah. Did you see it? I I did I did see I, I'm pretty sure I watched the first season. I think there was two seasons. Yeah, there was two seasons. I didn't see the second season. I saw the first season. It was it was fun. It was very, very fucking weird. So it shows you at the pause sometimes and go, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It it just hit at the perfect moment and it, it just so good. It's on my list now. How about finally our our golden boy himself, Requiem? Yeah, okay. So you'd think I'd have a, a, an easy answer for this since it was the stupid question was my idea in the first place. But I had such a hard time like picking one for this because I thought about Paranoia Agent, which is another show that you can't sell easily. You have to go like just go watch it and come back. That show's so well, good. Yeah, Paranoia Agent is well. so good, but good luck selling it to somebody. Or um, Asura Crying, which is every genre at the same time. <laughs> what? It's a great show, but it makes no sense. It's every genre at the same time. It's like a mecha, drama, romance, comedy, ghost, supernatural, uh, sign-in, shonen. Which one is Harem this? Comedy, sci-fi. Asura Crying, and, and it's, it, it's every, literally every genre at the same time. I'm gonna have to add this to the shitty shows that I watch with a friend list. Also, oh, adding it to my list. Give me a second, try, so they can help you try to figure out what the fuck is happening. <laughs> but the show I went with, is, my favorite weird show of all time, is the original, not the most recent one, the original Boogie Pop Phantom. Yeah, because oh, that wait. show is so deeply weird on purpose, and it's so hard to get your hands around what's happening in that show. Like, cause it's not bonkers, like something like punchline or even a sure of crying where it's like, like, ah, weird shit's happening. Try and figure it out. Like it kind of low keys every, almost everything all the time, but you're never, it's like, you're always like, you got your hands on it, but you can't catch it. So you're trying to catch smoke. You know what I'm saying? Boogie it's there, Pops. but you can never grasp it. Boogie pop is like one. It, it kind of created like a little sub genre in anime and like, otaku media in general like the demo works it's just eerie weird kinksy spherically ve- uh, weird those. anime i yeah. love the fact that you just like yeah the show the stuff i watch yeah <laughs> weirdly enough it's, there's a lot of shows that are that kind of kicked off in a similar vein but for me the first one is always i've seen i've watched it through like 11 times and i still if you ask me what happens i'm not sure i could express it i kind of understand but I couldn't explain it to you. The thing is, I've only watched the new Boogie Pop. The new Boogie Pop was also great, but it made a little more sense. You know, and in fact, most of that should happen first. So really, that show should have come out first. So um, if going back to that one now, it might actually make sense. <laughs> yeah, actually, because I did that. Um, and it does. Like Certain elements of the newer one help illuminate things that happened in the original. But on its own, the original one is... is very hard to get your shit together you know of what's happening but it makes you want to because it's so interesting that's why i've seen it so many times because i always like i'm always just at first you watch it and you're just like this is kind of cool what the fuck happened so you go through it like a fucking like forensic detective like i got my crazy guy red yarn board up you're trying to say i I, I was expecting that joke but like 
I really need to watch the original Boogie Pop. So j- just as a, a open form, I'm not going to go around and ask everybody this, but you know, we said our favorite weird anime. What are like ones that were just like just too weird for you, or like maybe on finished... my... what's that? Sarah's on my Sarah's on my or anything I... by that guy. I, I, I can't that. watch Sarah's on my. Sarah's on my or lesbian bears or any of that stuff can't do it. I watched. That's a, I that's watched... a different type of kuma bear. Yeah, I've watched Sarah's on my and I I'm, I'm I'm the exact opposite of how I feel about um fucking high rise it's a six out of ten i just i've got no emotional attachment to it It was so fucking weird um coco coco was a weird show did anyone else watch that what was it called kokoku like a couple of years ago it was the one where like a whole little town got stuck in time oh yeah that was a weird show it wasn't very good it's got this really janky cg and it just makes no sense. That's a that's a fucking strange show. You got me excited for a second there. I was about to like add it to the list, but then you said awful CG, <laughs> and I was like, ah. Um, uh, that that studio's that studio's doing a show this season. They're doing um, what's it called? Uh, um, picnic one this season. It's like picnic. Hmm. Then it might not be too bad. It's it don't. It's not like XR more. Gibiate shit CG. You know, I want to say Happy Sugar. I want to say Happy Sugar Life. It's like one you didn't like Happy Sugar that. Life. Uh, no, that, weird, I don't think you would like weird, that show. Weird is different. I hated Happy Sugar Life for other reasons, but also considering how weird the concept is, it's one of those anime. The more you think about the plot, the weirder it is. Conceptually, that's what that's the plot. If you describe it to somebody else, they call the police on you. Yeah, beauty of anime though, like it can get really fucking weird. You say beauty. I love Happy Sugar Life though. I hate Happy I, Sugar Life. I just, I just, I just can't get behind Boccarano and Happy Sugar Life being bad shows. Well, they're they're the worst shows around, so you you can just go ahead and um, you know, other weird shows like like I think like of a good show like Inuashiki, I felt was like really good, even though it was really weird. Fuck yeah. Um, that and Gantz are really fucking weird. Inya Yoshiki. Old, uh, old man. Old man yeah. turns into Mecca. <laughs> um, you know, I was thinking, it, like, I can't really think of anything other than Sarazanmai that, that did that to me, but but it's weird doesn't, like, detract me. It's, like, over the top is what gets me. I, I can't watch stuff that's, like, super bonkers over the top. I feel like a lot of what Shaft does is weird. You know, like, well, that, yeah. that reminds me. Um, it comes back. It comes back to what Ray was saying about the anime he brought up being by Shaft. I feel like that's their wheelhouse. That's their comfort zone. Is working with weird. Yeah, anime. Sayonara Zetsuo Sensei, and is was a perfect anime for them. That shows so Shaft loves weird. being weird as fuck. Um, Shaft and Trigger. Know, those are the weird people. I know people don't like. I know people don't like this anime, but like Mechacusity actors. I watched it though. I felt like it was weird because I love it. It was terrible. Uh, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> okay, well, I, I I loved it and I thought it was weird. So, well, it's yeah, definitely weird. Okay. I, I think there's I, I think there's definitely two opinions about that show. Either you hated it or you really liked it. There was no in between. Well, because what I felt was so weird about it was like it was just they were running with interpretations because they're all based off of songs. 
So like yeah. they have they have to really just bend everything to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, but you could say no, about a lot of abstract anime get weird. Like Serial Experiments Lane is like by far like one of uh, those. That's such a good I show. About, I thought about bringing that one up too. Very it's fucking weird. If if we're gonna rattle off the shows we were thinking of mentioning, I do want to mention you know, like, I... bah, that show. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> I thought that was just terrible. Oh, it's weird. It's both. <laughs> it's both. I'm I'm actually real like in if you like reading the visual novel, it kind like like and in the context, I read the like old version of it before the remake came out. So like. I thought it all like worked, but then like with the modern anime aesthetic and like modern stuff, it's just weird. It doesn't work. To be fair though, they cut out the like the most heinous bits of story from that, and still somehow made it worse. Hmm. I guess time travel incest is pretty weird. Yeah, why don't, why do you explain that? Why do you explain that plot line to me, Ray? Huh? No, Fuck with that. Yeah, no. <laughs> he already no. did once on a podcast. I want to hear this from you. You're not, you're not gonna get it from me. Oh yeah. So what makes yeah. this anime so? What makes this anime so good? I mean, I, I didn't watch <laughs> the anime. Like, like watch I it. Got, like three episodes in and dropped it. I played the game. Mm. And and like Genius. the entire Genius. appeal of the game is like its aesthetic, and like its gameplay was like just revolutionary at the time because like there wasn't this like complex route system in previous like visual novels. The like, the uh the in depth way to fuck both your daughters. She's multiple memories in annotate. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just say that one of my favorite annotate memories will always be. When we were doing a group watch of the Crunchyroll Awards, and they showed the first trailer for You Know, and and Ray just had a fucking breakdown. Kinksy, <laughs> <sighs> to answer your thing about the whole thing there, I mean, you have to use multiple save files to make sure that you can get both daughters. <laughs> I don't think you need to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can do it in single playthrough. Oh, I've been told. Uh, very uh this is very obscure and i'm sorry everybody's already clicked off by now and we are off of the reddit page but um <laughs> i want to say because i have both kinksy and ray here i have been playing you and me and her yeah, oh, love yeah. Story. <laughs> why this is the surprise appearance um this is a christmas gift besides the like most this. yeah that's so backstory ray got me that game for Christmas, and then Kinksy very excitedly egged me on to play it. Um, thankfully, not with the most recent tragedies in my life, um, but besides that particular one, anytime I'm low, Kinksy just really brings upon himself to DM me. Hey, man, you should, you should play you and me and her. Um, <laughs> I, I really think that Kinksy is gunning out to just ruin my mental health. <laughs> Um. <laughs> review the doc review article of that is still one of the funniest things that's ever been posted to Anate. And you know, the more I learn about him, the more I learn about the more I learn about Doctor Kev, the more I realize like how much of a non-fit that is for him. You know, he, he didn't post it to Anate; it was on his personal blog. He gave his thoughts on redo of Healer, and uh, oh yeah. Just thinking of those in, in in like in background to that, like how he felt about you and me and her, like I got 
somewhat decently into the game so far and uh very unexpected when one of the characters just turns to you and uh sorry to put some work on you ray you might just want to just put in like a a small little uh kuma bear uh sound effect (laughs) you don't have to make it long just make it one but when she turns and says do you want a face you can stick your down my throat and i'll slurp it all up and then I go, what? what the that, fuck did that, I just read? I think that game's a masterpiece. It, it has some fascinating game. concepts that they could have used to make something more interesting. I think it's uh, Doki. I think it's Doki Doki Literature Club done right. I will tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, like I, I really think it's incredible. I hate. I do Doki love the Doki. idea of a visual novel, especially a hentai one that judges you for playing it yeah and like and like i i hate doki doki literature club because i feel like a lot of it was exploitative but i like that concept of like honing in on tropes of what makes that such a problematic medium and um you know that being said i do enjoy enjoy is a loose word here i don't bring this back when i run for political office but um (laughs) um you know what? I'm, the less I say, the better. So that being Can said, can I just ask one last thing? What if you say? If you say what I think. What are your thoughts on this, Ray? Down the line now, because the more the further I'm away from it, the more I enjoy it. I I kind of just thought that it needed more character development. Was like I thought it did a lot of cool things, but then at the end, I just like didn't really care about any of the characters. What did wow. you think? I don't remember the characters' names, so I'll have to look it up. Pink hair or black hair? Pink. Oh, that's the opposite of what Kingsley did. Yep. The opposite of what it's the right did. choice. Is it? No, it isn't. Is it? Is, is it? it? Is it though? It's the right choice. It, it's no, the right choice. It's not. <laughs> no, see, no, I'm it's... sorry. The right choice is not to play. Oh, yeah, that's up. the real right choice. Shut up. More games. The only way shut to win up. is not to play. Shut the fuck up. Close your computer and go outside. You both go outside. (laughs) What were we talking about? Not all of us can have wives. Sorry. We fucking gotta play games mentally scarring us so we could just have our little small kuma bear brains thinking. Thank you for joining us for the Anate podcast. I've been your host, Dil Kokoro. I've been joined by Kinksy. Rikaze and Requiem. Be sure to check us out at Anate Official on Twitter and check us out at Anate.com where you can find all sorts of new writings from us on our Medium blog. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. It's been a pleasure. It always kills me when you go into NPR ASMR voice. <laughs>